Hey, it's Gabriel again. Thank you so much for tuning in again to the Go podcast. Today, I am going to play a recording of a video I did, a video training in the Go University Facebook group. And I hope you guys enjoy it. It's titled Developing Skills Through Role Play and Practice. So I want you guys to tune in, listen to it. And if you have any questions, of course, you can contact me directly. But here's where I started. So tune in and enjoy and developing skills through role play. And the reason I want to do this, and I want you guys' attention because this topic, it's going to be quick. It's pretty short. I just have a few notes that I want to go over. But the reason it's so important is because like 98% of people that have their own business think this doesn't apply to them. And when I say this, I mean practicing scripts and role-playing to uh, increase your skills. So what does that mean, right? For some of you, you already know what I'm talking about. For many other people, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So let me break it down for you. Practicing scripts and role-playing. You are basically doing what an actor does. You're reading your scripts out loud, practicing preferably with somebody else so that you can perfect or improve your presentation. So let me give you two examples. Let's say you have a dog walking business, right? Like my friends here at the Fit Pals. Or let's say you have a photography and videography business. You're like, I don't need to know how to present. I'm not a salesperson. Well, until you hire a salesperson, you are a salesperson. And that's how you get your business. You sell people on using you for your service. Now, people that are in like insurance, real estate, mortgage, they know more what I'm talking about because it's a it's kind of a big thing in those industries because they're flat out presenting daily on a daily basis you're doing a presentation. And I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter what business you're doing. If you're selling to people, if people are buying your product or service, if you're presenting to people, whether it's a one-minute presentation, a question-based presentation, you are presenting. And if you improve these skills, I promise you, your business will improve. You'll get more business. You'll do more with less effort, meaning you'll, you'll, the more, more of the people you talk to will sign up for your service or buy your service or product when you deliver an awesome presentation. Okay, so I need your full attention for this one. This is one of the most powerful topics, yet the most misunderstood topics in any business. Why? Like I said in my Go University video, in my opinion, it's pure ego or flat out laziness. If you honestly don't want to work on improving your presentation, Regardless of what business you're in, it doesn't matter. You need to have a good presentation. And if you're not interested in improving that presentation, that's, I'm sorry for you, but you're missing out on business. I think you're leaving a lot of business on the table. I think you're working harder than you should to get the business you're already getting. Okay. So tune in. I'm going to make it quick today. Happy Friday. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving, but let's talk about this. It's, this is also one of my favorite, personal favorite, practicing scripts and developing skills through role playing, just like an actor would, right? That's why they make so much money because they read scripts better than anybody else on the planet. If I handed you a script and I hand Tom Hanks a script, who's going to do it better? 
Tom, Tom Hanks is. That's why he makes so much money. How about if I hand you a script and I hand Jim Carrey a script, who's going to do better? It's going to be Jim Carrey. And that's why he makes 20 million bucks per, um, per movie or whatever it is that he makes. So if you guys have comments or questions, please put them in the comments. Um, if you can, if you can hear me, let me know. I'd appreciate that. I'll see it. But here we go. The number one point. The two most important rules in selling are A, asking good questions of people that you're talking to, and B, listening carefully to the answers. How good are you at both of these things? So I'm telling you already, realtors, insurance, people in my coaching business, in my coaching uh, program, they already know what I'm talking about. So I wanna use today, I wanna use examples of people that usually think this wouldn't apply to them. Like let's say a, a videographer or a photographer, right? Asking good questions. See, if let's say somebody calls you up and they say, hey, I wanna do a photo shoot or a video. And you go, okay, cool. Um, uh, what do you wanna do? Or I mean, well, how much do you charge? Oh, well, yeah, you know, I have my, my package, I charge this much. Oh, okay, well, let me shop around. All right, bye. What? No. If you ask powerful questions, like I said here, the two most important things, asking good questions and listening to their answer, right? So, hey, I want to do a photo shoot. It's a wedding. How much do you charge? Oh, good. It's a wedding. How many people are you expecting? Oh, I'm expecting this many people. Great. What's the location going to be? Okay, good. Um, is it going to be indoor or outdoor? Why? Because as a photographer, you want to know how the lighting is going to be, what equipment you need to take, and so on and so on. See, through the right questions, you already know what questions to ask. You will be able to provide them the, a better presentation. And then, of course, listening carefully to these answers, that is going to tell you if they're a good prospect for you, if they're a good candidate. If they say, hey, I want to do a photo shoot, how much do you charge? Oh, what kind of event is it? Oh, it's just like my dog in the backyard. Like, oh, well, maybe that's not a good uh, prospect for you, right? So you keep digging, uh, but then you find out that these are professional photos going to a magazine. Well, then it is a good prospect. So the point here is this, guys. Asking good questions of the people you're talking to and then listening carefully to the answer is the key and, and probably the two most important things. How good are you at both of these? Ask yourself. And if you want to talk about it, of course, you can schedule your free consultation. If you're already in the coaching program, bring it up on your next session. Number two, practice revolves around two issues. A, the amount of time you spend daily. And B, the intensity of the time you are spending. How well do you do these two? Okay, so the amount of time daily. Most people that I talk to, I say practice daily, 30 minutes to an hour, right? So in my, you know, my, my experience, my background is real estate and insurance. In both of those, I have people that I'm training and coaching or, or maybe I'm their, you know, I've been their manager or whatever the case have been. Practice 30 minutes. That means you take your script, you put it in front of you and you read it out loud over and over and over and over until you get it right. Now, when you when I say script, you're probably thinking this long worded, huge, you know, paper full of words. You know, your script could be a, a very simple question based list, like just a list of questions. But those questions are going to help you deliver a good presentation. So 
uh, how how much time do you spend daily? And then the intensity of the time you're spending. You could practice for two, three hours a day, but if you're not being realistic, if you're not putting your passion and being serious about it, it's probably you're probably not going to get that good fast. It's going to take you a long time. When I practice with people, we go all out in the role play. We we don't mess around. There's no chit chatting and joking around. Like yeah, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. We have a good time, but it's focused on getting better and improving skills. So. If it's something you're just not sure of how to do with your business, let me know. I'll show you guys how to apply this to your business so that you can get more clients with less prospecting, right? Out of the same amount of people you're talking to, you'll get more business out of it. Okay, so uh, the amount of time you spend daily and the intensity of the time you are spending. Number three, create Create, create, let me scroll up here a little bit. Create a practice plan for yourself. For example, this week, a prospecting script, and then next week, a presenting script, and then maybe an objection handling script, right? Now, if you still are thinking that this doesn't apply to you, thank you for watching, first of all, and staying in. But I'll give you an example. Let's say you have a dog walking business and you you get objections, right? You talk to a new potential client and you go, here's my services. This is what I charge. And they go, okay, let me think about it. And you go, okay, cool. I'll, you know, call me back. Well, if you learn how to handle those objections, like, let me think about it. Let me talk to my spouse. Let me sleep on it. Uh, I'm thinking about using your competitor. Um, you know, well, this person will do it for this much money. Those are all common objections that everybody gets in every business. So if you create a plan for yourself and you practice the prospecting, that's reaching out to people, lead generation, right? Business generation. And then the presenting script, like what do you say or do once you have them on the phone or in front of you ready to talk about your business? And then, of course, like objection handling. Objection handling is handling when you get rejected or when people want to think about it or they want to talk to their spouse or whatever the case may be practicing those things. Number four, your practice time should be on your schedule, just like prospecting and lead follow-up is. 100% put it on your calendar. Your practice time, let's put it this way, guys. You've all heard this before. What athlete do you know that doesn't practice because they're doing so good? Zero. That's how many. They all practice. They all practice like what 80% of their career is practice so that they can go play a game for a few hours once a week or whatever it is. You have to treat your business the same way. If you're not practicing, let me give you an example of what you're doing. Okay. Uh, I'll use a real estate agent, for example. You're, let's say, let's say me, I walk onto the Lakers basketball court to their you know, their stadium and there's a game going on and I walk up to the coach and I go, Hey, uh, I'm really good. Can I play? And he looks at me and he goes, yeah, go. So I jump in on the court. What's going to happen to me guys? Honestly, I'm five foot eight. I'm about 145 pounds. Do you know what's going to happen to me? I'm going to get humiliated. I'm going to get embarrassed. I'm going to get hurt probably. And most likely I'm not going to score any points whatsoever. If I practice a lot every day for a year and I go back to that same game, I might have a better chance. 
in reality, probably not because it's professional basketball. But do you understand what I'm saying? When you practice, when you practice, when you don't practice, you're going out into the field with no practice, without warming up, without any kind of skills, and you're going up against people that practice daily, or maybe they've been doing it for a long time that they're already really good. So it's really important. You got to put your practice on your schedule, put it on your calendar, and follow your calendar so that you can get your practice in on a daily basis, at the very least on a weekly basis. Number five, poor practice, no matter how much of it you do, does not improve performance. And I think one good example about that is, uh, you know, I've led groups and and companies and people uh, during practice sessions. And oftentimes, almost every time, there's a small group of people or a few people that every day at practice, they show up, they're just talking, they're gossiping, they're laughing. And then when I go up to them and I, they can, you know, they see me coming, they go, oh, 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 oh yeah, um, uh, yeah. Uh, so do you want to sell your house? I'm a realtor. You know, that that isn't good practice. That's poor practice. And the point of number five is that poor practice, no matter how much of it you do, does not improve your performance. So first of all, Decide what you're going to practice, put it on your calendar, and make sure that you do it right, that you put in some effort into this practice. Number six, find four to five role play partners and change change them if you become negative or drain your energy. What I mean by that is find a few people that you can practice with daily and if they're negative or if they're just if it's just not feeling good, change them. Don't worry about it. Just get a new partner. And if you're in a business where maybe you don't have people in your office or you know like uh, Fit Pals, they they're just it's just them too. They're just out there doing their dog walking. You probably aren't going to find somebody to practice with. You could just ask any another entrepreneur. You can ask me. Um, and it's very simple to role play when you know how to do it. And I'm happy to show you guys how to do it. Number seven. Role play rules. Okay, so maybe write these down or remember, watch this video again right around 14 and a half minutes. Um, A, show up on time for your role play appointment, right? It's only 30 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour. Show up on time. If you show up 5, 10, 15 minutes late, you're already halfway through. So show up on time with the right mindset to your role play. B, eliminate small talk, complaining, or whining. Like I said earlier, don't get negative about it. Just practice, practice positive outcomes. You don't need to practice negativity. You're going to get enough of that. As you guys may know already, if you're a salesperson or if you're just in business in general, you're already going to get negativity, right? So eliminate the small talk, complaining or whining, and make it a positive practice. C, stay on scripts and don't let anybody off. When you practice your scripts or your list of questions, I want you to pra- have the book in front of you always or your list or whatever, wherever you have your, your thing on your phone. Some people like to do it on their phone. Practice verbatim the scripts exactly as it's worded. Let me tell you why. The more you practice the same thing, obviously, the faster you're going to learn, the faster it's going to stick to your head. Now, when you role play, you put it down. Don't look at the list. You don't need to look at it or have it in front of you. When you role play, do it freestyle. Just don't and and don't worry about trying to say it exactly. Just clear your mind, 
And when you do the role play, just do your best without the materials in front of you. What this does is when you go out to talk to people, you're going to be in that same frame of mind. It's just going to come out naturally. And you'll start to notice little by little that the more you do it, the more natural it's going to come out for you. It's just going to flow out of you, right? So stay on the scripts, practice exactly as they are, and don't let each other off you know, by uh, changing the words a little bit. Just, just practice exactly the way it is, and then you'll become a, a real natural at it. D, make the role play as real as possible in terms of responses. Again, stay away from joking around and playing. It's already weird. Don't make it more weird, right? Just stick to what clients, people would actually say in a real situation. E, give honest feedback to each other. This is not the time to be fluffing it up. Uh, I've been... I've been a guest in role play sessions where I'm just kind of, you know, they asked me to watch, to watch and, and give feedback. And when, it, you know, they do the role play. And when it comes time to give feedback, everybody's like, oh, my God, you did so good. Oh, you're such a natural. And I'm thinking, no, they didn't. <laughs> like, Can you please tell them they sucked so that they can practice more? Be honest. It's not a time to hurt each other's feelings. It's a time to say, you know what? I think your upswing is a little too strong. Maybe you should practice that line again with the downswing. And if you don't know what that is, it's a very powerful technique when you're talking to people. You end your sentences with a downswing, like I am right now. Not like this. Everything I say sounds like a question. Do you see the difference? So give honest feedback to each other so you can get better faster and go out on the field and apply it and let it be natural okay so give honest feedback to each other and role play rules number um the letter f the last one eliminate the ego always i think you know you've heard me say before your ego is not your amigo in this case when you're practicing scripts and role playing it's no different people with big egos don't want to do it why? Because they're going to feel stupid or they just think they're way too cool to practice scripts. You know what? I'm sorry, but you're not. And if you just hang up your ego outside the door and you can pick it up on your way out and just come in and practice like a pro and you'll get really good, really fast and it, you'll be a natural. Okay. So moving on, that was uh, point number seven, the rules. Okay. Number nine, Practice with intensity because that will set you up to beat the competition and get more business. When you practice, here's what I tell people. When you're reading the script in front of you, read it out loud and fast, right? With a lot of energy. Why? Because when you go out and talk to people, your natural state is going to you know, be calm and professional and whatever. But when you practice like that, your neural system and your mind is so used to like screaming it out loud or yelling it at a higher uh, level and, and reading it faster. Even if you are calm and professional and sitting down, you're going to come across with a great energy, uh, a good speed, a good uh, intensity all through your tonality and your inflections. You won't have to, you know, be all charismatic. Just the way you talk alone will come out when you practice that way. So remember to practice with intensity. Number 10, remember that our growth is determined by our willingness to practice and our confidence comes from that practice. Your clients want confident people, 
Okay. So remember, I'll say it one more time. Um, remember that our growth is determined by our willingness to practice. Just the fact that you're practicing is, is going to help you grow because of that willingness. Number 11, record a perfect session. That would include all aspects of your scripts and then listen to them daily. So basically, have them in front of you very calmly and not in a hurry. Record yourself reading all your script, all your presentation, all the questions you want to ask all your clients. Make one perfect recording and then listen to it on a daily basis, okay? Number 12, remember, there is always room for improvement, no matter how good we are or how big our numbers are. I'm telling you right now, people that are doing really good, that are very successful, they practice. You just don't know it because they're not telling you or they practice in a different way, right? But especially in businesses like real estate and insurance, mortgage, things are always changing. You have to be evolving with your business. And I think not just those, but just business in general is always evolving. It doesn't matter if you're a photographer, a realtor, or you walk dogs, or you know, you're a title rep, it doesn't matter. So remember, there's always room for improvement, no matter how good we are or how big our numbers are. Number 13, don't allow your ego to take over and control your ability to practice. Think about your favorite person who is literally the best at what they do. For example, a sports figure, right? How often do they practice? It's like what I said earlier. How many athletes do you know that don't show up to practice anymore? Zero. They all show up to practice. So if they show up to practice, why wouldn't you apply your practice? Are you really that good? Honestly, here's something to remember. The best people in business still practice, and that is your competition. How else are you going to outperform them if they're already kicking your butt and they practice and you're over here not practicing, how are you going to win? How are you going to beat them? By practicing. Okay. So get it, get started. And if you don't know how, how to get started, let me know. I'm happy to help you guys. Yes, this applies to everybody in business. Everybody. I don't care if you're an IT. If you're dealing with humans in some way, shape or form, you need to practice your presentation, even if it's a one minute presentation. Number 14, this is the last point, and we're done. Thank you for hanging in there for 22 minutes so far. Number 14, we always perform at the level of our practice. Remember that. We always perform out on the field, in front of people, when you're talking to people. We always perform at the level we practice at. So watch. If this is you at practice, hey, my name's Gabe. Do you want to buy a house or, like, maybe – you want to sell your house or no, that's how you're going to show up to your client, you know? So how do you practice? You go, Hey, my name is Gabriel again. I'm with XYZ Realty. I just listed a home for sale over on Primrose Lane. It has four bedrooms, two baths. And I was wondering, who do you know that would like to buy a house in this area? Nobody. I appreciate your time to, to thinking about it. Tell me. When do you plan on moving? How long have you lived at this address? Where did you move from? How did you happen to pick this area? If you were to move, where would you go next? When would that be? Obviously, you realize it could take one to three months in this market to get a home sold. Did you know that? So my question is, do you want to be sold in one month or do you want to start selling at that time? Fortunately, to get you one step closer to LA, all we need to do right now is simply set an appointment so I can help you get what you want in time. You want. Won't that be great? Fortunately, all we need to do now is put it on my calendar, which will be better for you Monday, Tuesday at 4, right? Can you tell I practiced that a few times for like 18 years? Yeah. 
It's called practice. And I've done that in, in line at Starbucks. I've done it in grocery stores. I've done it knocking on doors. I've done it on a cold call. I've done it with family. I've done it. And it works. And I can do that with any product you give me, any service you give me, we can do that. So hopefully you guys and gals take this uh, short but incredibly important training that you know you take it serious take it as serious as you should be definitely talk to me about this one let me show you why this is so important and why it should be taking taken just as serious as any other of the topics that i talk about guys i'm a business development coach right with that said that's a that's an umbrella underneath business development comes so many topics this is just one of them and it applies to every business, just like everything I talk about. So I hope you got something out of it. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you tune in next week when we talk about the next topic. I'm going to post the next video on Monday. You guys enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend. Thank you so much for being in the group. And I look forward to talking to more of you more often. Thank you. Thank you